Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. I need to do it again. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. We're going to do some good old-fashioned journalism here in just a second on LaVica, Theo, and Stone. The man dancing crazy, crazy at the Dolphins-Patriots game yesterday at Hard Rock Stadium is that Boca Raton Mayor Scott Singer. We intend to find you, the general public, answers in just a moment. We're going to call the uh, Boca Raton mayor's office. I have not seen I have not seen any confirmation or denial from him or his office about whether or not it's him. And you can see the video. Uh, I just retweeted it, so it's top of my timeline, at KLV1063 on Twitter or X. So you can see it. You can see what we're talking about, just being a listening medium. But I have not seen a confirmation nor a denial. However, in the last five minutes, a like on my tweet asking Uh-oh. if that's Scott Singer from the City of Boca Raton Twitter account. Oh, man. That's something. <laughs> that I mean, that's confirmation enough for that's me. confirmation, bro. See, and this is where we're going to have to really... Like, guys, we need to put our journalism hats on because I wonder if they're going to try and throw roadblocks in front of us now that they know that we're digging for the scoop. We're in on it. <laughs> I'd uh, be looking over your shoulder on your way home today. <laughs> yes. Yes, the, uh, the the fascists of the city of Boca Raton coming after me. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna call the uh, Boca mayor's office in just a second. See if we can get confirmation that was Scott Singer at the Dolphins game yesterday. Before that, though, I mean I know of a couple of great Duffy Sports Grill locations in Boca Raton. So if I need to to stake out, continue this journalism after the show. Yeah. At least I'll have a place to eat before I go stake out City Hall, Duffy Sports Grill. We'll eat and have two-for-one drinks, so you, you'll have some fun while you stake it out. Um, uh-huh. One thing I do know is uh, Duffy Sports Grill, I always talk to you guys about how it's the best place to kick it and watch some sports while eating some great food and having some great drinks. But did you know this as well? One lucky MVP is going to win a trip to the Orange Bowl on December 30th. Now, uh, every visit during the promotion, which runs through December 13th of this year, earns every active MVP an entry into a drawing to win the grand prize. The more you visit Duffy Sports Grill, the greater your chances are to win. And the prizes include, of course, the grand prize winner is a trip for two to the Capital One Orange Bowl on December 30th at Hard Rock Stadium. One night hotel stay at an area hotel and and. $100 towards transportation to and from the stadium. That is an amazing grand prize. Second prize, $250 gift card plus Duffy's prize pack. And the third prize, a $100 Duffy's gift card. You can't lose. And this isn't like you have to pay to get in. You just go enjoy some Duffy's two-for-one drinks. You enjoy some award-winning burgers and wings. And you have an MVP card. And you're entered to win. Duffy'sMVP.com to get your MVP card if you don't have one already. And Duffy's... Our game is always on. By the way, what'd you think of the World Series, guys? What'd you think of? Because uh, you guys both texted me after Game One, the walk off for the Rangers. Whoa. Hey, this is kind of cool. This is good. Like I've been telling you, the World Series. It's good to pay attention to, right? I, I I can't argue. That was an amazing, an amazing finish. I didn't watch it, but I saw the highlights afterwards. Oh, okay. I uh, tuned in in the middle of the ninth. I'm telling uh, you, I caught the bottom of the ninth. I did catch the Corey Seager home run last night's game. Did not watch a lick. Or yesterday's game, did not watch a lick of it. All right, but maybe you'll come back tonight. Series switches to the desert. I know, I know. I'm excited for it. But yeah, I mean, once I I realized it was a shot, hey, they're down two, I got to watch the bottom of the ninth, right? As a sports fan, I got to do my due diligence. I did so, and it came through. So Theo's still anti-American. You, Stone? 
I at least feel like you're you're starting to to drape yourself in the uh, the red, white, and blue, the working. stars and stripes again. Just a little working. bit. Okay, like a good American. All right, you know what? It's fine. Doing my due diligence. It's fine. I'm spreading the good news to the people. Um, so what I want you to do, Stone, I'm gonna uh, I've got the mayor uh, the mayor's phone number, not his personal phone number. This is to his office. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna dial it. Okay, if you could turn up the uh, phone pot, please. I'm gonna dial his number, and then I want you though to pick up the phone. And uh, first things first, I want you to uh, say, hey, good afternoon. Um, ask. This person, I'm sure it's a secretary. I don't think we're yeah. going right to Scott yeah. Singer. A secretary, ask her her name and ask her, uh, tell her why we're calling. We want to see if we can confirm if Scott Singer uh, was at the Dolphins game okay. yesterday. And can we speak with the mayor? Okay. So just follow my lead. It's okay. It'll be a little clunky, but it's fine. That's what we do on this show. So I'm going to dial the number. Let me know when you're ready. And then pick it up as soon as it starts to ring. Because oh, we need ready. her permission to get to, to come on the air. Of course. So we'll, okay. Here we go. All right. Let's see here. I don't know if I have to dial the area code. So if this screws up, we'll just try it again. You do. Okay? All right. Go ahead and uh, pick that up. And, uh, Feel free to to talk to her. You got to take it off the air, though, right? You got to hit the bottom. Uh, there you go. Hit the bottom thing so you can talk to her. Okay. You got it? You're good? There we go. All right. So we're going to try and get... I imagine there's a secretary, right, Theo? Uh, it's got to be somebody. At least one or two people uh, kind of firewall. He's connected. Go ahead and turn your mic on, Stone. It's fine. We can um, hear you. Uh, what's... what's uh, can, can we talk to the mayor? Ask her if we can talk to... The, it's ESPN West Palm. Ken Levicka. I'm calling on behalf of ESPN West Palms. Ken Levicka. We were wondering if we could talk to the mayor, actually. Is she hesitant? Not in the office. Not in the Not office. In uh, the what, office. Can you ask her her name? Can you ask her uh, her name? name? Andrea. Andrea. Uh, ask Andrea if she's willing to, to come on the air and talk to uh, Ken Levick of the play-by-play voice of FAU. Andrea, would you be willing to come on the air, ESPN Radio, ESPN West Palm, here to talk to FAU's play-by-play voice, Mr. Ken Levicka? Absolutely not, she says. <laughs> okay, absolutely not. Uh, ask, her, ask her if she can confirm to us that Mayor Singer Question was at the Dolphins you. game yesterday. Can you conform, confirm to us that the Mayor Scott Singer was at the Miami Dolphins game yesterday? Say that one more time, please. Can I confirm anything? I'm afraid I do not know. Oh, okay. Um, I, I tell you what. Um, could we uh, ask her if there's any... The deputy mayor? Is the deputy mayor in? Is, is the, the dep deputy mayor in? Question for Mr. Ken Levicka. None of the council members are in today. What is... Ha ask Andrea if there's any official business happening in Boca Raton. <laughs> is anybody running the government right no, now? I'm not going to say that. Unbelievable. She said I heard that. Oh. <laughs> uh, tell, tell Andrea thank you. We uh, appreciate you. Uh, and if you could give her a return number in case she can help us get information about whether or not uh, Mayor Singer was at the Dolphins game. All right. Hey, I'm going to... There we go. Perfect. So Stone's going to... So uh, this is what I thought. Yeah. Big government. Big government yeah. gets involved, and now they're trying to protect the mayor. They, see, here's the problem, man. You put you put breadcrumbs out there with the tweet, so they already had the antennas up. He probably put the word in. If anybody calls up to the office today, denial. tell them I'm not there. Straight denial. He's he's sitting there in his office, feet kicked up on the desk, eating the apple, and uh, and listening to the radio right now as he hears us not get through his firewall. Yeah, I had a feeling this was going to happen. Come on, I had a come feeling. on, Mr. Singer. Mr. Singer. 
own up to your constituents and just let us know if that was you dancing at the Dolphins game yesterday. It was like, you know, I'm not ripping it. I mean, Stone's the one who said it was humiliating. I (laughs) think it's a man having fun. I'm just saying that it was certainly an expression. I mean, in a derogatory way, I think the dance moves were so bad. Yeah, they were so bad that that's the word that I went with. But Andrea can neither confirm or deny anything she says. I I think she knew we were calling. Yeah, they knew we were coming. (laughs) Uh, I will say this. Yeah, I respect the man for doing it out in public. He was brave for doing so. Um, whenever somebody calls anything you do brave in public, it usually means you're doing it wrong or bad um, for him right there. <laughs> and then I would say thirdly, it looked like the dancing you would see in a movie montage before Will Smith comes in and teaches him how to dance, like one of those rom-coms like Hitch. It looks like that. Like what, what was dude's name? It looked before Hitch's time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's, the, what's the dude's I name? I mean, it almost looked like a medical emergency. <laughs> Let's be clear. It looked like a medical emergency. Taking the demons off. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, or a, 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 a religious emergency, yes. right, an exorcism perhaps. Uh, um, so, again, but, hey, he's having a good time. I appreciate the mayor of Boca Raton, who is a great guy, yeah. Scott Singer. Uh, he just, boy, did he let himself go with the dance moves. But, again, like, I think now that it's gone viral, I think that he he owes the the people, especially yeah. of of that great city, the people that voted for him. He owes them a confirmation about whether or not that was him. But this is what happens with government. And uh, listen, I've 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 done journalism in the past. That was me getting back to my roots right there. I was a journalist before I was a sports talk radio yeah. host. Um, that right there, classic government move. Just denial. Denial. I can't give you an answer. He's not Denial. in. Yeah, he's not yeah. in. Uh, was she annoyed? Did she seem annoyed or was uh, she kind of, was she at least playing along? Quite the opposite of annoyed. Okay, good. She was cool. She knew exactly what was going on. She, she knew could we hear were everything calling. you were she saying. We were she calling. laughed at the every single okay. question. She totally, totally okay. was great. Great at her job, uh, by the way. Great oh, she's at her. Doing I loved it. And yeah, it was she, great. I mean, she's got that job. She is, um, I don't want to call her a secretary. What would you? We don't know what, we don't know what she I'm will. not willing to go receptionist either. No. I, I don't know what how, about, how about just Andrea, special assistant to the mayor? I think that that's respectful enough right there without knowing her actual title. Yeah. Um, but she's doing the job that she was hired to do, and that's protect the man in charge. Yeah. Got to. That's like, she's like the, what, who's, who's the guy for the, Tehran Armstead. Toronto, she's, she's the left Toronto tackle. Armstead, she's yeah. the left tackle, hopefully less injured. The left tackle of uh, Mayor Scott Singer. You had a beautiful British accent as if, well. It, really? I'm going to put out this. Oh, oh, really? Oh, I mean, it was phenomenal. Boca Raton's just different. I was man. distracted. Boca Raton is just different. All right, here. What? Uh, Mayor Singer, here is my public plea to you. Okay? Scott Singer, here is my, my plea to you. Please, please, for those, at, at the very least, those that voted for you as the mayor of Boca Raton. Please confirm or deny to us here at ESPN West Palm whether that was you at the Dolphins game yesterday and whether or not that was you dancing at the Dolphins game yesterday. That is our plea to you is the general public, the people you serve. Good? That works. And shout out Andrea again. Yeah, no, thanks, Andrea. Most definitely shout out. (laughs) Thanks, Andrea. Stone's over there, though. <laughs> None of the he was charmed the today. I, I mean, I can't do a good British accent. But I'm telling you, only in Boca Raton is the special assistant to the mayor British. Yeah. <laughs> like, how classy is that? Hello, how me. classy is that? Could you imagine me with the special assistant British? No way. <laughs> Absolutely I wear sweatpants not. to work. I wear Adidas sweatpants to work every day. There's no way. There's no, no way. Yeah, can't work. Uh, should we do a break and then do uh, Dog Bleep Monday? Please. Right. We go from classy... Uh, British special assistant to the mayor of Boca Raton to Dog Bleep Monday. Coach? Um, yeah, it was dog. <laughs>
Is there something you saw, you read, or you heard over the weekend in sports that was abject dog bleep? Well, why don't you get it off your chest? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Or you can get a hold of us on social media at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. It is a dog bleep Monday. 888-760-3776. That's Theo Dorsey. That's Stone Labanowitz. I'm Ken Levicka, Levicka, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Hold on one second. I just, I, I, trust me, I, 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 I'm, I'm flustered. I know it sounds like it, so just trust me, I am. I am. Skim, Skims, that's Kim Kardashian's, like... The female underwear line, right? Yes. Or, or they have all kind of things. They got like clothes, like workout wear. I and think. it's not just female now. She signed Nick Bosa and a bunch of NFL players to be rocking. What the are briefs. they? What the, the briefs? She has briefs. She has briefs, briefs now. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. So this makes a little bit of because I saw over the weekend. I don't know if it was real or not. She created a bra that has like nipple bumps. It's real. It was not that's fake. That's real? It was 100% so real. It's a, that's a thing now. Like women are like, hey, look at my nipple bumps. Yeah. Okay. Hey, I mean, I'm fine with it. I'm just saying, I didn't know that that was going to become like a trend, like a it's thing. A, and that's skims, though, right? That skims, yes, right? Yes, it is. N- uh, nipple bras. Yeah. Yes. Permanent nipples. So skims is now a partner of the NBA. Like, I see a photo. Theo, yes. Theo showed me a photo of her standing next to, to Adam Silver, which, by the way, the dynamics between those two, I'm sure it's electric. Yeah. <laughs> they, Sparks. They both know a lot of NBA players uh, for different reasons. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I mean, that was really well done, Theo. <laughs> but no, the, it says right here, the NBA, the official NBA Twitter account or X account posted introducing the Skims and NBA partnership. Skims is now the official underwear partner of the NBA. Hmm. And they tagged Kim Kardashian. <laughs> we should get uh, Theo a pair of Skims. Or should get you a pair of skims and see how you grade them out. If it's good enough for the NBA, surely it's good enough for Stone and Theo. One hundred percent. I had seen pictures of Nick Bosa. I think who was Kim Kardashian's first NFL guy who was uh, endorsing the brand, and he's rocking the briefs like kind of bare. It's out there, bulge everything. It doesn't look bad. I was gonna say if we've got nipple bras, we should have bulge briefs. No, I mean they're all out. briefs are bulge. Briefs. I mean all briefs yeah. are kind yeah, of bulge. That's briefs. right. All Point of the briefs. briefs, especially in this room. Let's go. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, I, like, can't wait I think to pound those guys. I think also, we should try it out. Stone Stone complimenting Nick Bosa on his bulge. I don't think that should go overlooked. I think that he. I think that that shows a lot of uh, a lot of manliness that he can look and say, "Hey, Nick Bosa, that bulge is banging." Yeah, yeah. I mean, in the moment, I kind of regretted it when when I said it, but at the oh, same time, it's not it. it's not like he looked bad. It was like you know, props. He posted it for oh. a reason. You don't think his teammates gave him a little bit of crap? Hey, listen, I respect a man. Who can look at another man and say, "Man, your bulge is rocking"? <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I can, but I, but I hear you. I hear you. You just did it. <laughs> I know. I know. And I said I kind of a little bit of instant regret, but at the same time, yeah, man looks good. It's hey, what's up, bro? Hey. I mean, it's just it's just normal. I actually think in this society, society would be a better place if another man could comfortably look and say, "Hey, you know what, man? You're doing great with that bulge. Yeah, it's a nice bulge. Kind of <laughs> like girls compliment each other on each other's exactly. Yeah. exactly all the time. Like oh. Uh, your legs look great. Yeah. Like, oh, your butt looks great. Dragging why that can, wagon today. Why can, yeah. Why can't I look at another guy and be like, dude, your bulge is slamming. 
<sighs> See, it's a little. All right, maybe I shouldn't say it like that. <laughs> Whoa! Bulge is contoured. Like oh my god, that's too detailed, man. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it means you paid a little too much attention. Yeah, you look too long. <laughs> that makes it weird. Hey, I can appreciate a dude with a good bulge. You can just say nice bulge. Nice bulge. All right, yeah, fair god. I could have just yeah. simply said that. Yeah. I can live with that. <laughs> uh, let's get to a dog bleep Monday, please. Right there, uh, right there. Ken compliments <laughs> people's people's yeah. bulges. Uh, um, <laughs> Dog. Uh, I think enough time is separated now where I can actually tell you about Dr. Neil Goldhaber. Goldhabersinus.com, Dr. Neil Goldhaber. He is the ENT extraordinaire, and I promise you if he was dancing to the Dolphins game, he would own it right away. Dr. Neil Goldhaber, he is helping you with your ear issues, your nose problems, your throat concerns. These are things where it's not just a cold, oh, my throat hurts. Oh, my ears feel congested. I just got off a plane. No, 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 no. There are there are a lot of you that chronically suffer from problems with your ears, your nose, your throat, you snore. And this is where Dr. Neil Goldhaber comes in because it doesn't have to be like that. He can help you. He has documented decades of helping people improve their lives because he comes in and he says, listen, let's fix this, fix this up. Make sure you get your consultation set up. If you suffer from anything chronically with your ears, your nose, your throat, you snore all the time, it's bothering you, it's decreasing your health or your loved ones. Dr. Neil Goldhaber, goldhabersinus.com. Goldhabersinus.com. It's Dr. Neil Goldhaber, goldhabersinus.com. Can I hear Coach one more time? Um, no, it's dog. Is there something you saw, you read, you heard in sports over the weekend that was abject dog bleep? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Social media, at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. I'll start because we have a rash of college coaches throwing their players under the bus this weekend. Two high-profile players, in fact. Let's start with Pat Narduzzi, pit head coach. They were listless. They were non-competitive. They were awful at Notre Dame in a loss on Saturday. Notre Dame is a very good football team. Pitt is a very not good football team. I want you guys to tell me what you thought, though, about Pat Narduzzi seemingly, seemingly having um, having a lapse in judgment, in my opinion, throwing his players under the bus. Here's Pat Narduzzi. This, this isn't a great situation your team's going through. What, why do you think that is? Well, I mean, when, you, when, you, when you lose like you lost today, you have a tough one last week, you know, why is it? You know, I'll go back. I mean, you, you, as a football coach, you, you know, you lose a lot of good players a year ago. You think as a coach you're going to, you know, you're going to replace them. We obviously haven't. And, um, you know, uh, you know, again, it starts with me. Um, and, um, you know, I didn't, I didn't do a good enough job coaching today. And, you know, put it on, put it on me. Um, and uh, I mean, we got to make plays. So, you know, it just comes down to, you know, making plays and, and doing a better job coaching. The part where, let's go back real quick to where where he's talking about, hey, we lost a lot of good players and uh, you thought you replaced them, but you didn't. Here's 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 Pat Narduzzi. We can start it from the top stone. It's fine. Pat Narduzzi. What, why do you think that is? Well, I mean, when you, when, you, when you lose like you lost today, you had a tough one last week. You know, why is it, you know, I'll go back. I mean, you, you, as a football coach, you, you know, you lose a lot of good players a year ago. You think as a coach you're going to, you know, you're going to replace them. We obviously haven't. And, um, you, you, know, you lost a lot of good pl- football players. Uh, you thought as a coach you replaced them, and you haven't. Mm. And then he goes into, but it's on me. You got to get him prepared. This loss is on me. But that's that should be the first place he goes. Muffed punts, 
blown assignments, all the nonsense that Pitt went through and has gone through all season, but especially on Saturday, like at its core, that's coaching. If you don't see an improvement on some of the fundamentals throughout the, coach, uh, the, the course of a year, doesn't matter how good your players are, that's coaching. Like, you don't need to say that. Things are already bad enough. I'm sure those players already feel bad enough, and then you're saying you think you replaced those good players, but you haven't. You shouldn't even say anything like that in a post-game press conference. That rubbed me the wrong way from Pat Narduzzi. He tried to clean it up, too, and say it starts with me. He knew right away yeah. what he said was not good. Yeah, he screwed up. I still think he wanted to get it out there. I don't think he regretted he, saying he it. Did but what's the point of that? What's the point of that? What is the point of that? He, he Frustration after another loss, like trying to, like, also deflect blame because he feels like he's doing a good job, but the players aren't good enough. But like for that, if if you think by saying that, oh, the door's open, come on, transfer portal guys, come on guys, let's go, come to Pitt, door's open, you'll play right away, you're a good player, you'll play right away, who wants to play for that if you're going to get bus ran? No, I love what Theo just said. Uh, I think in his mind, he's replaying things that happened during the game while sitting at the podium, and he's realizing a lot of it did have to do with the players. Like he put his guys in the right spots and they didn't execute. And it was stuff that they practiced. It was stuff that they drilled. And he was mad at the boys. So he just kind of let that one out there. I don't know if there's a reason for that. But then there's Prime. There's Coach Prime. And Colorado went to UCLA, and Shadur Sanders was running for his life all game. I mean, UCLA was in the backfield constantly. And we're not talking about a defensive juggernaut in UCLA. Okay? After the game, Coach Prime basically saying to his offensive line, you guys are flat-out trash. Here's Deion Sanders after the game Saturday. Really do. Coach, you mentioned the, the coaching aspect of it as well. Yes, sir. Specifically with the offensive line, I mean, what has to improve in that aspect besides from two? The line. The line has to improve. It ain't no aspect. The line has to improve. We've talked about run pass balance a lot. Yeah. I think it was up until that last drive, you had maybe seven carries of running backs, you had like 34 passes. Yeah. How, how much is, is it, that is a struggle for you guys right now? Well, it's a struggle to run the ball. It's a struggle to run the ball. And uh, we we got to figure figure that out because now you're, you're one-dimensional and it's easy to stop a team when they're one-dimensional and that's who we are at this point in time. Could follow up on that? Could being able to commit to that, you talked about one Commit to what? Running the ball. Could, could that help? I, I, I think we committed to it on, on a first down and we was second and 15. Those are the type of things you don't want to do and get behind the eight ball. First downs are so vital. First downs are everything. I mean, first downs are when we held them um, statistically on first downs, it was hard for them to move the ball as well. And uh, when we're getting negative yards on first down, that's a tremendous loss. Because now you know you're going to throw the ball on second down and they're, they're calling their defenses pertaining to that loss. I just asked in terms of the big picture, trying to keep Shadur upright, healthy. Overall. The big picture, you go get new linemen. You go get new linemen. You just go get new linemen, says Deion Sanders. Again, not sure that's the message you want to send, especially for a guy who came in and the first thing he did in a meeting with the team after he took the Colorado job is I'm bringing my guys in, bringing in Gucci, bringing in whatever. Louie, Louie. Louis. Louis. Sorry, Louie. I'm bringing my bags and they Louie. Like, I mean, you can't just say that. And I thought Louie was coming in. And now you're saying, hey, we're just going to get new linemen. We'll just get new linemen. Like, to me, if a coach is outright admitting, like, hey, I can't develop these guys, that's a problem. That's a problem. And that's going to continue to be a problem for Colorado. Well, I, I think we've been saying that they need new linemen since week one of the college football season when we saw them against TCU. It looked good everywhere except for in the trenches um, on both sides. So, 
He's saying out loud what we've been saying, but you can't say that as the head coach, especially as a guy that still has games left on the schedule. I just don't like this place where college football is going where you're just going to say, hey, we're just going to overhaul this thing. We're going to overhaul <laughs> this thing. Like, it's free agency. It's a new wave, though. I get that's what it is, but I again, when you're talking about guys, college football used to be for development and getting ready for the pros. Now it's, you better have it, and if you don't, sorry, you better go find another school a thousand miles away. That's... I don't like that. I don't yeah. like that trend at all. Because now the coaches that are buying into it overhaul the roster, which Dion did, like that that's not the spirit of college football, in my opinion. It's not, but also I do like the way that the game is evolving into a place where players are also being rewarded for their good play um, in the form of NIL. Sure, but and- but what what happened to college? You you leave high school and you're expected to be close to NFL ready. Like what happened to development? Getting an opportunity to work and improve and put yourself in a draftable position. I think when a team and their staff uh, commits to developing their players, like you're signing up for three years of losing football. And I think in a day and age where everyone wants to win, 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 and you think the door's wide open in your conference, wherever you are spaced around the country, you feel like you have the opportunity to win now if you put some pieces together. So the age of development, yeah, you're just going to have three losing seasons. Yeah, when those kids become seniors, you'll be a winning team, but... The three seasons before that sucked, and everybody hated it. I just, I love how we're getting on the players. Oh, the transfer portal. Things don't go well for you at your school, and you leave, and you go, uh, you complain, and go uh, say, oh, I'll start at this school, or oh, you're just going where the money is. What about these coaches that are pretty open about the fact that they're going to kick you off the team? They're, scholarships are for four years. Yeah. They roll over every single year. So... You're going to see coaches in college, while the players get the blame, the players get the blame for being selfish or being children or Gen Z, don't appreciate hard work, all that stupid crap that olds want to throw out there when it's the coaches who are treating this more like free agency than the players. Bleep that. And and that's what I would, the point I would make here is that I, I don't. That's why I don't pay any attention to when coaches stand behind the podium and start complaining about the transfer portal and about how NIL is ruining the game because – for years and decades, the power balance has been shifted so heavily in favor of the schools or the coaching staffs, and now it's starting to shift more towards the players. But what comes with that is going to be, if you don't perform, you're not going to get the proper treatment, quote-unquote, that you thought you would get going to these campuses. So, like, if you're an incoming freshman or something like that, then, yeah, maybe, like, I feel like your team should do more to develop you and whatnot. But I'm sure a lot of these guys in the trenches that Colorado has are, are transfers that they brought in that maybe didn't work out the right way. So, like, I don't feel as bad on either side. What I don't like in all of this is you have games left on the schedule, you have your son standing behind center, and you're outwardly criticizing the guys that you need to protect your son so you can go out there and win football games. That's the bad part of it. Yeah. Going and getting new linemen, I mean, that's that's just the business of college football today. I just you can't I, say that, though. I, right, you can't, you, you can't say that. And I understand it's the reality. But also, too, when you have all these players that you're recruiting, everybody loves the story of the downtrodden, of the growing up poor and grinding their way through college. You know the players that probably need the most patience and more often than not need the most patience to develop? Those that come from terrible backgrounds that we love to prop up in these stories of perseverance and uh, guidance and a coach being a father figure. But as soon as... In this day, college football, those kids need those patients and needs that patience, needs that type of treatment. It's, uh, you're not good enough. Uh, go to uh, go to Maine. Go play college football in Maine. I, I don't have anything to do with you anymore. Like that, that's the part that sucks. So it's all crap when you're sitting in the living room saying, I'll be there for your son. I'll be there for your son. One year they struggle. They're trying to learn the sport. It's a big transition for them. <laughs> See ya. 
I hate that. I hate that. I, I hear you on that. And I, part of me wants to at least feel Dion in a sense of they must have been really bad for him to say that. Like they must have been so piss poor. They must have been yeah. so, so bad and graded out so horribly and didn't put anything on tape for him to come out and now really say that. Uh, Billy uh, messages in. Dion's just talking about recruiting from high school. No, he's not. No, he's not. When he says that, he's talking portal. He's talking oh, he's, bringing he's in the portal, portal. Quick fix. Dion's not there to develop high school talent. Yeah, no. Not when you're talking about Louie or Gucci, which I... Uh, Louie. Louie. Louie, yes. When he, you're talking about bringing he, in Louie, you're not talking about bringing a high school senior. Okay? <laughs> okay? Yeah. That's not Dion's thing. That's not Louie. <laughs> that wasn't his thing at Jackson State. It ain't going to be his thing at Colorado. And that's fine, though. That's My thing is, like, if that's your M.O., that's fine. You, you, you rebuild It's everybody's M.O. You're down to, like, 12 high school scholarships that you're giving out yeah. at some of these Power 5 programs. Like, it's not a thing anymore. It's, it, that's true, but it's specifically at Colorado, and specifically with Dion Sanders, he's been probably the biggest beneficiary of the transfer portal. Totally. But it's so, also fundamentally disheartening. Yeah, I understand the reality, yeah. but it's fundamentally disheartening because college football is no longer a developmental, which it should be. It's uh, You can either ball or you can, and if you can't, might as well go to D3. Well, some programs are developmental, and some programs are... Or Maine. O- are- <laughs> or Maine, right. Go Blue Hens? No, that's uh, Delaware. Black Bears. Black Bears, Black Bears, yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Good job. Uh-huh. Uh huh. All right. Football junkies. I've I I am selfishly ranting and they go ahead and play Coach Sala. We got to get to Theo's dog bleep. Um, you can jump in too. 888-760-3776. Theo, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, three quarterbacks in the NFL yesterday threw for four touchdowns. Okay. One named Dak Prescott. We've seen that before, right? Mm-hmm. We can all stomach that. Uh, the other one, Jalen Hurts, yeah, he was in the Super Bowl last year, uh, runner-up to the MVP to the you know none other than Patrick Mahomes. Makes sense. Wait, so these are quarterbacks who threw minimum three touchdowns? Four touchdowns. Four touchdowns. Four touchdowns. Okay. Three quarterbacks threw four touchdowns. I think Sam Howell had four as well. Did Sam Howell have four? He definitely did. Four four quarterbacks threw t- four touchdowns. Sam Howell included then. I'd have to fact check you on it, but you know what? We'll roll with it because I believe in Stone LeBanowitz. Uh The fourth quarterback in that bunch just so happened to be playing in his debut just so happened to be playing against the Atlanta Falcons and just so happened to be the second-round pick and Mr. Unheralded Will Levis, who torched the Atlanta Falcons secondary and defense. Torched. They made him look like he was the number one overall pick in the draft. Will Levis, the way that he destroyed them, the way that he targeted DeAndre Hopkins, the way that Ryan Tannehill should have been doing, um, the way that it looked like that Falcons secondary and that team was totally unprepared to play against a guy who – who was so poor with his decision-making in college and his draft profile was so bad that he was invited to the green room and dropped all the way to the second round, I got to give a dog bleep to the Atlanta Falcons team as a whole, but more specifically that defense who got carved to pieces and lost a game to a Tennessee Titans team that everybody thought at this point was tanking. Uh, by the way, and go ahead and uh, coach Charlotte. Um, dog. Secondary dog bleep to the fact that on the opening possession of the game after a, I believe, a turnover from the Titans, uh, the Falcons march down the field and they try a tight end pass to a tight end. And Kyle Pitts wasn't involved in any of that tight end to tight end uh, behavior. And it was an incomplete pass and it was a mess and it was a disaster. The play call didn't even look like innovative at all. It looked terrible. First of all, when you're doing a pitch to Jonu Smith, 
in the backfield. Who's threatened at all by him running the ball? That's FIU's finest, baby. We knew immediately he was going to throw the ball as soon as you saw Big 81 in the backfield with I it. Mean, like, what is he going to do, juke somebody? If you're going to have a tight end throw to a tight end, how is Kyle Pitts not involved in that how? equation? I think because Kyle Pitts, when you scheme that up, is the decoy, right? Because if he's out there flared out, then he's obviously Why got eyes on him. Why is that being schemed up? Fine, let's go to its, to its <laughs> yeah, core. Yeah, Why is that being schemed up? We just schemed that it, one up. Because uh-huh. if Kyle Pitts is lined up in a certain spot, now the defense is alerted. Okay, this might be something, but if he's not, he's blocking, just thrown into the gutters there, yeah, then you don't suspect anything. Yeah, it worked out real well. <laughs> Terrible incompletion. <laughs> the, I, Falcons so I, I, lose. I wasn't, so he got benched for Taylor Heineke, Desmond Ritter. Desmond, did, yeah. Did, did he get knocked yeah. out of the game? He so Obviously, it, nobody's really following it, you know, the Falcons-Tennessee Titans was, game, but... I was about to say, so what it looked like, technically I think he got knocked out of the game, but Ty- Taylor Heineke came back in and it didn't seem like they ever wanted to go back to Desmond Ritter. <laughs> it seemed like they looked at that as an opportunity. Poverty! <laughs> it is poverty. <laughs> That's Theo Dorsey. That's Stone Levanowitz. I'm Ken Levicka, Levicka, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. You've got to pump it up. Don't you know? Pump it up. You've got to pump it up. Don't you know? Pump it up. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Oh, Theo, get pumped. Tonight is what they call a sports equinox. You've got the only night of the year. NFL action, Monday Night Football. Mm. NBA action, 11 games. Mm. The NHL. And, of course, World Series Game 3. They call it the Sports Equinox. Nice. What are you giving love to? What are you giving love to? What are you giving most love to here, Theo? Ah, that's, you're putting me in such a tough spot here. We got really great regular season ball in the NBA. We got Monday Night Football. I'm probably going to go NBA. We got Heat Bucks tonight. Yeah. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take a little peek, and if things aren't going well, I'm out. Hey, I, I can't watch Dame rip off the Heat. Lillard was bad last time out. I know. That made me feel good, and I don't want to root against Dame. This is what Joe Cronin did. He's torn us apart as a society. Yeah. I'm, I'm really upset about it because I found myself feeling satisfaction that Dame sucked the other night. But if I see him drop 40 on the heat tonight. Oh, man. That's why I think I'm out. I can't, I can't put my body through that. Yeah. Uh, I think this might be a switch back and forth between Monday Night Football and uh, World Series for me. I think that's where we're going tonight. Sorry, Heat. You got to tap into Monday Night Football. I do think Ken's kind of lying, though. I think he will be watching the Bucks Heat game. I think he watches it for a while. If it's close, he's not going to move off of it. Yeah, you have to. It's hard I'm going to stick miss. with it if it's fourth quarter Heat leading. Okay. <laughs> that's 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 two Miami fan. Okay. That's like it's the fourth game of the year. That's two Miami fan. That's that no, fair it's weather the crap of the year. right there. It's the fourth game of the yeah. year. If we're winning, Stop I'll it. tune in. Sure, no. I'll show up if we're winning. Fourth fourth game of the year. It's against the Bucks, who we've spent like eight months of our lives losing sleep over. This is personal right here, as Dion says. We're going uh, after Cronin. This, this one's for Cronin right here. <laughs> this is this for one's Cronin. for Joe. This isn't for Cronin. <laughs> this isn't to rub it in on Cronin. It'll be Portland. By the way, the Blazers are bad. They oh, suck. And they it's are. awesome. Oh, they suck. It is awesome. I, oh, I hey, Joe Cronin, eat it. Eat it. <laughs> Scott Singer, call us. We have journalism to do. Yeah. That's Theo. That's Stone. I'm Ken. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.